0: This is the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast episode 539 brought to you by iFanboy listeners just like you. That fanboy pick of the week podcast episode 539. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello, and Josh Flanagan for the king. Sorry, i we, not doing that show. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> we are, we are a fanboy. We like comics and Warcraft. Every week read. we read a bunch of comics. One of us picks their favorite book. We call that the pick of the week. We talk about that book, some other books. Maybe not listen to mail for the foreseeable future as we do these rebirths books, but uh, it'll be fun regardless. And here's your spoiler warning it's a review show. There'll be some spoilers, exercise some caution, and as I said just a minute ago, uh, we're in the midst of DC Rebirth, so we'll be doing our special Rebirth segment soon after the pick of the week in which Josh had.
1: Yeah. I meant to say, more work, but I blew it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What is it? (laughs) All right. No one else available. (laughs) I do what it takes. (laughs) Um, Those guys were useless. Um, aerial ones, right? And they drop bombs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't that bad. I was bad at it, yeah. so pretty much everyone was useless. I don't. Know. <laughs> I like to think I'm a smart person, but you give me a strategy game, and I'm like, I don't know. Pick of the week is uh, Grizzly Shark versus Sea Bear number three by Ryan Otley, with colors by Ivan Placentia. Uh, actually, the whole thing's by Ryan Otley. Story, art, and letters, other than the color. Um, which I, which in the middle of reading this, I noticed I was like, wait, is he lettering this too by hand? All right. Um I noticed that, I noticed that as well. I yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. And, well, I mean, the really the reason that this is the pick of the week and and the reason that that is is part of it is that like do you know how every once in a while if you know if you like a musician or somebody who's been around for a really long time and they had a couple of really great seminal albums and then you realize it's like 20 years later and they're just doing these albums that they're like, "Well, it seems really simple." You're just like not not that i'm a huge fan but like keith richards he does this like he releases albums and no one listens to them but they're just these like rootsy blues albums yes he does wow. they're just roots wow. blues albums and you know he probably spends more on them than most people who are making like chart topping albums do you know but they're just like these back to basics sort of albums and i never kind of understood that and i'm starting to see myself understand it in comics and so you've got this guy you know ryan otley who's been on invincible for Probably his entire, years, his entire years, adult years. life at this point. Um, and it, it is what it is, and it's great, and he's great, and he's like, I just think I want to do this fun thing. And what you get is Grizzly Shark Sea Bear, which, which was the first sort of one shot was a pick of the week forever ago, and then he he just had fun with it and always wanted to come back. And to me, uh, these these books, and especially this this last issue here, is just this bit of fun this guy who's like I have all these skills at my disposal and I'm just gonna do something really basic and silly and raw and fun and as a result of that like I had more fun reading this than anything else I read this book. It like I, I, I was sitting there like I want to say 11 o'clock on Wednesday night sort of plowing through all these books some of them I felt I had to read and somebody and I and like there's these stupidest things in this book and I just started laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, you are you ever sitting by yourself reading something and you just start
2: laughing for a minute or two straight? It's like the yes. best feeling in the world. It and, really is. And, and, and this book has, has oh, multiple moments of that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> At one point, there's, um, there's some gross shit in here. I'm like, Ryan's a sicko. But um,
1: <laughs> like, there's this bit where the, basically the sea bear shows up. And I feel like I don't want to have to explain this to you because I told you what the title was and that pretty much covers it. There's a grizzly shark who is in the woods, and there's a sea bear who lives in the sea, and they fight. And at one point, there's this huge fight where the the bear and the shark are flying at each other, and there's speed lines everywhere, and they hit the dirt, and there's one panel where the bear is about to strike, and he's like, and the shark's fin digs in the sand and just goes, shuffle, shuffle. And he throws sand (laughs) in this bear's face, and I just lost it because it was a really nice bit of dynamic timing we've got all these things moving around and then he brought it right down just with the panel size and with the sort of hand done lettering of the sound effect and and it was a really fun dynamic and it was a great comedy beat that that really takes skill to learn how to do on a comic book page um that really was the moment that i was like oh, i'm really really enjoying this uh and then the rest of it was just super fun to read all the way through like the other issues but um this definitely had like a a culmination kind of feel to it where so he, he kind of went over the top with some of the some of the layouts and there was like these big epic sort of there's a bit where there's a bunch of people flying through the air on one side and then a bunch of sharks flying through the air and they both sort of pop out of the trees as the sun is behind them in the clouds and
2: just like for yeah this this a, a kind of epic battle issue yeah. had a lot of a lot of good moments but for me i think the 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 moment that stood out to me the most was um so at some point you know so the so the grizzly shark is tearing through the forest and we have our little hillbilly protagonists i guess or you know the survivors almost you know like almost barring a page from the walking dead um they're trying to get you know and it seems all hope is lost until the uh, until the sea bear emerges from the water and at one point, the uh, the shark that he's fighting gets thrown into the water, and we realize that the grizzly shark cannot swim, which I found very funny. And then later on in the <laughs> issue, uh, later on in the issue, the, the sea bear goes to throw him into the water and misses the water and throws the grizzly <laughs> shark into a boat, where the grizzly shark eats the people in the boat and then drives the boat back to shore. <laughs> and that made me laugh. <laughs> And Just crashes it's the shot it. of this
1: shark driving a boat. It was just, like... <laughs> and it's there's two panels, and it's super. And oh, whenever anybody uses the push sound effect, yeah, like he's just basically he's just straight out raw having fun. This is what would be funny to me, and he's so skilled as a comic book artist that it totally works as opposed to just being masturbatory. I suppose it's yeah. just fun to read, and he drives that boat into the shore. The boat explodes for some reason. And yep. then and the next is a big panel of the shark coming at straight at us, smiling. It's just, it's all out like like comic book id throughout here, and and it's really stupid and fun. And uh, I I don't have a lot of other analysis for it. I I just really really enjoyed it.
2: And and sometimes that's okay. So then that's yeah. all you need. You know, like I I think that there's nothing in terms of expressionistic art, and especially in terms of comics, there's nothing better than a creator doing what they love the the most. And this is clearly. You know, Otley having fun and doing comics for himself. Well, you know, who cares if anybody else likes it? And he's lucky that he's got you that likes it. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else does. but You know, I, I, you know we put
1: it up on Twitter. There were a few very positive responses right away, and that made me feel good. Because you probably as, got all the readers. Well, yeah. Well, because fun. as you know, I've got a little bit of a, a shell shock issue uh, with uh, with making the wrong pick for people's tastes.
2: So, Especially when oh. it comes to DC. <laughs> well, it's on a big.
1: It's always on a big DC week that I end up having it, and that's yeah. fine. Whatever. <laughs> It's that's fine. <laughs> um but you know, like the other thing is like I'm reading all these books, you know, I'm I'm reading a bunch of the DC Rebirth books that I might not normally read and, and I'm thinking about them a lot. And I and this was like a book I don't have how to think much, about though, it. How now, much how
2: much are you how thinking, about thinking really oh, doing? I mean,
1: let's say I started Wednesday morning early. Uh, right. we record on a Friday, so I'd say I wanna say eighty five to ninety percent of my waking time has been devoted to thinking about that. You know. I know that's not okay. as much as you would expect, but it's the best I can cram in. I do have to sleep, but you know I'm just thinking about all those other things and what is it. And then when I'm reading Grizzly Shark and Sea Bear, like I don't care. I'm just enjoying it. I'm like it's really good and I'm enjoying it. And I don't I don't have to analyze it. and I don't want that all the time. Um, but it's just super fun. And you know I think if you if you dig like what he does on Invincible and you sort of like that bombastic style, this is it. Also, just stripped down even more. And and we're gonna talk about. Um, me do a quick bit on uh a Howard Chakin book this week and like that's Howard Chakin's version of what he does for fun <laughs>
0: don't comp- don't ruin it we're i'm gonna, not gonna get there.
1: i'm not i just love that like you give uh you give an artist like like do anything you want and you get such varied things out of it like this is what Ryan Ottley gives you that's what Howard Chakin gives you <laughs> the, everything <laughs> in between they
2: couldn't be any yeah. more
1: different i love it <laughs>
2: And that's and that's really what that's really what it's all about, you know. So the, yeah, and this the, the, this definitely th- definitely had its amusing moments. I could see why this yeah. would work for you. Um, I yeah. don't know, and I don't mean that in like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I see I, why yeah. you like this. I know you like yeah.
1: it. <laughs> no, it it there's no qualifications to this pick. There wasn't like there was nothing else I liked. There wasn't. I was just like, I looked at them and I went, that, that's my pick of the week. I wasn't even there. Was I, it was the only thing that was even close? And, and but it, for very simple reasons. Yep. All right.
0: That's cool. So that's the pick of the week. So now we move on to the rebirth section, and uh, if you're new to the show this week, we were rating all of the DC rebirth books ratings, uh, ratings, ratings. Uh, on the, as a tribute to our our one of our favorite shows, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. We're using the PR system, where we pick a comic, read a comic, rate a comic on the one to five scale, and then we talk because about whether you, you or not can't going, eat comics because we can we can eat well you Digitally, could you it's eat. It's very difficult. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't eat this uh, version of one iPad comic because I would get, for sure, some sort of radiation poisoning. <laughs> but uh, So we're going to rate each comic and then talk about whether or not we're going to continue on as the comics uh, move on into their regular lives. And we'll start with Aquaman Rebirth number 1, written by Dan Abnett, with art by Scott Eaton and Oscar Jimenez. And I, I admit I have a soft spot for Aquaman. He's one of my favorite characters, much like last week's Green Arrow. He's always been one of my favorites. I always... Try to read his series. He had a great run with Peter David for so long, and then it sort of fell off the rails. Uh, He had a solid run with Jeff Johns, and here we go with Rebirth. And uh, I liked this, although this is one of those uh, characters that doesn't didn't need to be changed a whole lot. And it's similar to Batman in that sense, in that this is pretty much the same Aquaman as before, in the same world as before, uh, sort of scenarios before. Uh, What I did like, though is that Abnett added the tension in the marriage between Aquaman and Mera, or the relationship, I don't know if they're married here or not, I can't remember, um, in that she doesn't really like him gallivanting around the world and being a superhero, but she does it, She puts up with it because she loves him, but she's an isolationist. And so in addition to that tension existing in Atlantean society, it exists in their relationship. So I think that's an interesting uh, take on it. Overall, though, you know, this is sort of your standard uh, Atlantean terrorists go to attack Boston and Aquaman stops them. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, th- this didn't feel to me a whole lot different than Aquaman when Jeff Johns took it over right, right before New 52, right? Wasn't that right before New 52?
0: No, it was before New 52.
2: Oh, it was for the New 52. Anyway, but it didn't feel a lot different than that. Right. Um, uh, all the way down to the seafood restaurant, which I find very <laughs> odd that Aquaman would eat at a seafood
0: restaurant. You know, it was, it was interesting. You know, it's a, it's a superhero trope, and you kind of live with them. But for some reason... There's a there's a shot of him at the restaurant and he's got a spoon in his hand, it's a low angle shot. Yeah. And he's holding the spoon in his big green glove, and I'm just like, Why don't you take the glove off?
2: It, for for me it was the, the mo- for me it was the moment where he's sitting in the restaurant and the waitress is like so you want to hear the specials and he's like okay <laughs> and it was just like it was just so like oddly mundane and it was just like, like
1: hometown like that's the point yeah yeah
2: that's where his dad took him and yeah. all that yeah but yeah but still it was just I don't know something about it just uh, struck me uh, funny uh, yeah I mean I thought this was fine I mean again like I said I didn't notice a whole lot of difference between you know uh, I mean I thought if if you haven't been reading Aquaman or if you've been curious about Aquaman it kind of sets the stage pretty well but I didn't feel as if it was anything dramatic different than what no. I would known previously. So
0: correct. Yeah, yeah. The, only, the only thing to note is that uh, the cover artist Brad Walker will be the series artist going forward. That's okay. Cool. So he's not actually in this issue. Uh, I really like the uh, Oscar Jimenez uh, wraparound art. The Scott Eaton art was, you know, like serviceable DC comic art, but the, yeah. uh, the Jimenez art was actually really dynamic and cool. When I first opened, started reading, it, I was like, oh, and then oh. And then it changed very quickly. But
2: I uh, hate that feeling, though. But I really hate that when you get really excited yeah. and then they switch it off Like I understand what they're doing and they're getting the books done and all that sort of stuff. But that's like the I mean that happened with uh, with the Green Lanterns book last week. Yeah. and I'm just yeah. like, come on, you know. Anyway. So so Brad yeah, so,
0: Walker and Jesus Marino will be uh, switching off for, on Aquaman. So I think they'll have a strong oh, a strong art team. And I have faith in Dan Abnett. He you know he's a I fanboy favorite. And uh, I, I I trust he'll be able to add something interesting to the uh, to the Atlantean society here.
1: So, so I want to hear what Josh thinks. Yeah, I mean, the, like the thing is, like it's well written. Like uh, uh, on a lot of stuff I've been reading, I'm like, oh, that's really I don't I don't like it. I don't. But when Dan Abnett, like his prose is really nice. Obviously, he's a prose writer, so like it all sa- sound sounded good. But like it was very much I I feel like I've read I'm gonna say five or six Aquaman reboots in my in the last twenty years. I'm thinking, you, you know, you mentioned that other movie, there was, there was Kurt Busick, there was Jeff Johns, there was Jeff Parker took it over at one point. You know, like, There's right. a bunch of them, and they're kind of always exactly the same.
0: And you know why that is? It's. I feel like it's because they don't—he's never out of the sea, basically, anymore. Mm-hmm. He's never well, doing I, anything but dealing with Atlantean politics, which is interesting, but— after a while, it starts to feel very repetitive, and not in the superhero way where you know it's all very repetitive by nature. But I don't
1: feel like I don't know. I don't feel like we care about the Atlantean politics, and like we've covered right. it a bunch of ways, and it's always the same, and it's always like the same kind of stock alien culture
0: kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, and they're... nothing's ever going to be better than what Peter David did. In which he yeah. completely redesigned and reinvigorated the and so, uh, Atlanteans, and now that's just it's just sort of paler shades of that. Every the
1: time. thing I'm getting to over and over again is like I I don't I don't I'm not wowed by any of these. Like I don't get the point of doing it, other than you're just starting a new number one. You're you're not really changing anything. You're not really doing anything differently. And like they keep saying they're going to, and it's the same bench, it's the same team yeah. over and over again. And it's fine. It's like it's not bad, but it's not good. And I want it to be good. Like I, I want to like that. And uh, if I think, if I think about. It, I mean, I think my favorite probably Aquaman stories. And this is an origin thing, sort of. So you know, but when uh, Mark Wade uh, did the Justice League, one. You're one. You're on. one. Yeah, um, with Barry Kitson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun because they were meeting Aquaman and he was different and it, it, like he, he had to fit into this team and this is just like heavy is the head that wears the wet crown. Right.
0: And well, uh, the crown's wet, so it's heavier. Yeah,
1: well, understandable. <laughs> but he's underwater, so that's displaced. So it, it's a zero sum game in that sense. <laughs> well, when he comes out
0: to get his lunch from this the, is chowder from the That's place. Just, uh-huh.
1: that's his call. Well, you know, and the <laughs> other thing is I have just I've been reading I read, I know things like the ocean is fucked right now. Like, we have serious, no, like, I'm not even, like, we have seriously, as a human, humanity, fucked up the ocean in a big, bad, irreversible way, and I just keep thinking, the Atlantean terrorists are right. (laughs) And, like, if I was Arthur, or I was Namor, if I was writing any story like this, and there's no way to get away with it, because he's supposed to be a superhero, but, like, they would be right to wage war on the surface dwellers. Like, Right. And 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 honestly, like I was thinking, and I can't help it because I know things, but like I see him at the the fast food seafood place, and I think you shouldn't eat there. That industry is detrimental to your home.
0: Maybe not in the DC universe.
1: So. Yeah, no, and I and I think that's the right way to approach it, obviously. But that's what I was thinking at the beginning, and then he went and he said, I was like, oh, fast food seafood. That's the they're just ocean trawling on the bottom, and I and that's not anybody's fault. That's but that was creeping into my head as I was reading this is that. You know, you know maybe the terrorists are right on this one. You know, like, and I know. I, I watch, people get mad at me, but um, it's just an interesting dynamic to have him be there. And, and they kind of talked about that, where he's like he's trying to appease and work with the the surface dwellers, and you know he's, you know whatever like the the less radical arm of Palestine or something like that. And uh, I don't know, I, but either way, like I, I'm, I feels like there are other stories here, and they just keep telling the same one.
0: Yeah, that's the only the only downside to it. So we'll
1: see how it goes. And so if you like doing this over and over again, and I imagine there are maybe up to thirty thousand people who do, then fine. Yeah. But it's
2: the same, it's the treadmill. This did, yeah. I feel as if this didn't this didn't shock the earth or the sea. Um, it is Aquaman. It is what it is, and and he's wearing orange, and they set the stage in Atlantis, and more of the same.
0: So ratings, ratings, ratings,
2: ratings. Um, am I starting? Sure. sure. Okay, I'm gonna give this a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. You know, it was good, um, not great, serviceable. Everything was fine. No real complaints. Just didn't blow me away. Three and a half.
0: I give it a three. All right.
1: I am gonna give it a two and a half and say exactly the same thing that Ron did. Sticking with it? No.
0: Yes, but it's on a short leash.
1: I haven't decided. I'm leaning Ooh, towards no, but I want to – the thing is I want to like Aquaman, and so – like I do. But it also feels like they're using these rebirth issues as a jumping-on point, and, and none of us need that, so it makes mm-hmm. sense that it would be unexciting, I suppose. Right. It's super recappy. All
0: right. I'm going to flip-flop in the script here and go to Wonder Woman Rebirth number one. Okay. Greg Rucka and – art by Matthew Clark. And series artist Liam Sharp. So the artist for the second half is going to be one of the rotating artists on Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, this was good. I think what's interesting about this was a very it was a very meta textual look up, uh, at superhero comics in that things keep changing, memory is is false, you can't trust the stories you've heard because they may be wrong, and uh, I enjoyed that. I like that aspect of it, because especially for a character like Wonder Woman who's gone through many different iterations, especially lately. I mean, she, you know, there's a point here where is she the daughter of Zeus or is she, does she come from clay or, you know, what? And then, then the, the Zeus's helmet is, is turned out to be false. So I, I like that play on... Or Ares' helmet. Comic, yeah. uh, Ares' helmet. Yeah. I like that play on how superhero comics work in that things are constantly changing and you can't really rely on any of it as truth.
2: Yeah, well, I thought I thought this was funny reading that and going through that, and it kind of felt like you know this is also you know somewhat uh, you know triumphant return of Greg Rucka to Wonder yes. Woman, and so this kind of felt you know very uh, much like you know the DC Rebirth issue itself with Jeff Johns parsing the past five years. This felt like Greg Rucka trying to make sense of while he's been away, and um, and you know and whether you want to read into it, you know, I, I mean, I picked up you know kind of you know scathing commentary but maybe that's true. maybe that maybe i'm adding that maybe that's not intended or whatnot but um you know it definitely felt like it was a metatextual summary of what wonder woman's been going through since ruck has been gone and i like the twist of that is like okay well now we're gonna get now we're gonna get to the bottom of it you know like right. I think that's a that's a good la- that's a good launching point i don't want yeah. it
1: like i don't <laughs> want i know i don't want that explanation yeah. Like, that was one of the things I really liked about Azzarello and Chang is that they were just like, here we are. Yeah. And they told their story and I don't want it explained to me anymore. I don't, like it doesn't make sense. It's never going to make sense. So stop trying to make it make sense. Tell your story.
0: I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think that's what they're doing. I think he's just saying it's all screwed up. It's never going to match up. I know,
1: but it's... I'm saying like I, I'm, re- I'm sitting here, I'm ready for a, a Wonder Woman story.
2: And what's funny is that, like, I I, at some points it was very unsubtle, you know, to the point of her taking off the new fifty-two costume and putting on the classic, you know, red, red, blue, and gold, you know, you know, uniform costume, uh, you know, kind of right on the nose in that regard. And I mean, I mean, but the thing is, you know, you know, similar to how Josh is with me with Aquaman, I echo Josh in that, like, Wonder Woman's not a character that I have a lot of passion for or care about. And so, like, I don't necessarily, yeah, I wouldn't say I don't want it, but I don't need it, you know. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, I think. It's interesting, but I'm not terribly compelled after this to you know to get to the bottom of it. (laughs) That's personally me. I
1: do like I've read good Wonder Woman stories, and I've like I I really like her. I like the things that you can do with her. I like the things that you can say with her in the context of the world we live in. And and I don't like this bit feels kind of like a like a waste of time. I suppose yeah. I, I want them to get to it. It's not bad. Well, like it's the same thing as. Well, but yeah, but I don't have any complaints. This to is about book. this is
0: the it they're getting to. You yeah. just don't yeah. like the it.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I guess. This is the story he's telling. Is is he's, yeah, and that's a, that's sort of a Wonder Woman trope too, is to re-examine that her origins, sense. and and re- redefine them. That's yeah. sort of the, the Wonder Woman story to tell. Um, and uh, it's funny because I didn't really. I wasn't. Well, I love Greg Rucka. Yeah. But I yeah. didn't I didn't love his original Wonder Woman run at all. I found yeah. it kind of boring. I remember. Um, yeah, it, I tried to read heavy, it. It was very heavy into the into politics and her, you know, she was the, the diplomat and it just wasn't a very exciting Wonder Woman. This is um I'm hoping going forward, so what's going to happen with this book is this we're running this is another biweekly book and one 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 issue will be the modern day Wonder Woman investigating her past trying to figure out what happened to her and the, the other issue will be Wonder Woman Year One, drawn by uh, Nicola Scott.
2: Which so, I thought, so it's going to be alternating issues.
0: Yeah. That that that. I wonder how frustrating that's going to be as a reader. Well, it's, almost, it's almost just like getting two Wonder Woman books. They, it's yeah, a, it's true. They're they're gonna, yeah, alternating yeah. yeah, it's just the only number. Things that the numbers will change. They are going to come out monthly, so it's it's. Uh, yeah. It's not that far off. Part of that is interesting, but it, again, it should it's make, just telling an origin
2: again. It should make them uh, issue one and issue one point five. Right. And issue two and issue two point five. When uh, how, wait, yeah. how does
1: uh, how does the uh, Wonder, all-star Wonder Woman fit in there? When's he going to get to that? that it's already come
2: out. It did it actually. It already came out. Yeah, the hardcover came out.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. was that yeah. hardcover not his issues? Yeah,
0: no, it's, Well, look at it's, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, also great. Uh, Wonder Woman Earth One. That's how it came out uh, Oh right, yeah, that's how I was Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: You mean the Grant Morrison, Josh? No, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. He only got kind of a Yeah,
0: Hughes. No, that's that's never gonna happen. No, also, uh, Wonder One Earth One came out already.
1: I just, I yeah. just remember he's like, and this time I mean it. Sure, sure. sure.
2: All right, so ratings, ratings, ratings. Um, I give. I actually we didn't mention the art at all. I actually did like the art. I thought the art was uh, even though it was different artists. I thought the art was consistently quality, and and I had no complaints about the art. Um, I like Matthew I'm Clark. Gonna, yeah, and I like Liam Sharp. So I, I'm I'm gonna give this. I'm going to give this, a, again, a, a 3.5 in that it was solid. It was quality. I get it or whatever, but it just didn't blow me away. So you're so, like average. Your yeah. Your C is
1: 3.5. Uh, so 3.5 seems like a high rating to me.
2: This is what, this is the problem when we get into the ratings. I mean, Ratings. The, <laughs> ratings. 3.7? No, it's a 3.5. No, 3.5. Like that, that feels like that's like a B minus. Yeah, a B minus. I give it a B minus.
1: Okay.
2: I yeah. give it a 4. Okay. Two and a half. Oh, wow. Sticking okay. with it. No.
0: Yes.
1: We'll have to see. I'll probably read All the right. next one. I'll
0: probably need to read the next one.
1: I'll read the Nicola Scott one. if that's not. The, that'll probably be the second issue, though, right?
0: Yes, probably. Yeah. All right, moving on to my pick of the week, The Flash Rebirth number 1 from Josh Williamson, art uh, by Carmine D. Gia Domenico, who is one of the, one of the series artists. He's going to be uh, alternating with Neil Gouge. That's a that's yeah. those, those are both really
1: fun names
0: to say for different yes. reasons. And uh, this is basically uh, DC Rebirth number two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that the story continues from when Barry and Wally met together. And uh, I, I don't know, Ron, if it's because I'm enjoying the TV show so much, so I just love The Flash right now. But this felt very much like of, of, of the many characters I want fixed, and I put Green Lantern up there. Uh, the Flash is, is another one. He just I need to I need to love the Flash again. And also, I, I, also this that?
1: one's this one's actually telling a story. Yeah, like there's a thing that and we we don't know. There's not we haven't yeah. seen anything else. We 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 haven't seen anything else. We don't know or don't understand or haven't seen. Like this, it does feel like um, one of those Flash stories that we've read before, but it's a new story at least. Like I I want to know how they're gonna pull in you know
0: Doctor Manhattan. I want to know how how that all works. Well, that—that's what made me think. When I was reading this, I was like, you know what? How are they going to do this? Because exactly, it's not <laughs> like there's a DC Rebirth series that's going to tell that story. Uh, is it leading to like a their first event that's going to be about Doctor Manhattan? Or I have no idea where this story is going to play out. So that's what I found interesting about. Right, and that, that's a, that's that a feeling that's very different than all the other ones that I've read so far. Um, um, I I love the art. I like you know one of my big complaints has been they took the. Simplistic beauty of the Flash costume and made it overly complicated with all those dumb lines, and here they seem to get around. Or at least the artist seems to get around that by making the lines more elevated lightning bolts. Yeah. So while they're still there, they aren't. They aren't really on his body. Yeah,
2: they aren't so can, as they aren't as as core to the costume as as they were in the
0: New Fifty Two. I can kind of live with that, but. Uh, um, I like the way this book looked a lot, and this this bodes well for the uh, the look and feel of the Flash series going forward.
2: So yeah, you and I, it's funny because I feel like you took a lot of the words out of my mouth. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. No, it's it's a, I I wondered um, if my excitement for this wasn't. Um, you know, magnified by my excitement for the TV show and my enjoyment of the TV show over the past couple of years and the lack of Flash in my life. Uh, but that said, um, I thought, you know, Josh Williamson is a, is a great writer who gets, you know, he's been doing Nailbiter of an image, which is very kind of um, serial killer-y, but also procedural, you know, kind of crime stuff. So he gets that that side, the CSI side of the Barry Allen, the cop side of Barry Allen. Um, I, it picked up the emotion from Rebirth with Wally. I thought that was good. He, also I loves, the, the, he loves the Flash. Yeah, and I thought the interaction with uh, Batman was compelling and really yep. quality. Um, Love the art. Uh, agreed with you on the costume. Uh, this is my pick of the week, and and I loved it. Um, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this, Ron, this made me so
1: happy. Ron said a lot of the things that I was thinking. So, <laughs> it's a nice, nice little daisy here. chain effect going on. <laughs> it's true. Like it. Like I like the Flash, but I don't feel like I've read a really good Flash story in a while, and and this is. This is compelling and, and having Batman just be there as part of the story, but like not on the cover like with Batman. Like just yeah. it's 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 DC family stuff. Uh, not not, you know, like the, the um right <laughs> P G rated stuff. But like it's it's the it's the family. These guys are working together and there's there's a mystery and, and they have to work at it and they're interesting relationships and uh it looks great. I really I really
0: liked uh Dij I like the I like the idea of Wally, Barry and Bruce investigating together. Absolutely. If they yeah. Keep that going in the background. That'll be that'll be a great story. Uh, it's
2: so. the it's the detectives or the scientists. I love that. I thought and I thought he explained that really well and made that make sense. And I, yeah, just it worked on so many levels. Yeah, so, I love that.
0: Yeah. I love that they they relate it on a scientific level. I love that Barry is really antsy in the Batcave, but won't show it out of respect. Like, I love all that everything about it. This was a yeah. really great.
2: The the one line that he said, "Superman once told me you don't make it. You don't joke around in the Batcave." Like, I, <laughs> I was like, little touch, little touches like that are perfect. Yeah. So. Yep.
0: So th- this was wonderful. Ratings.
2: Ratings. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four point five. Um, only ding because while the stupid lines were better,
0: they're still there. So, that is reasonable. I will give okay. you that. There were I places
1: there. I was I was reading this and I thought, wow, some of the art—they've stripped it down. It's really good. Like I, I was glad they weren't making it too busy. And then there's a shot of them running on the water, and the water is all digitally crappy. Yeah. Mm. There's a little. There's a, if I I wanted to strip out another fifty percent of that. Yeah. Mm. Other than that, yeah. I, I, I give it I, a five. Okay. Yeah. Well, we I saw that coming. <laughs> and you i'll you give it a four
0: grumpy mcgrumperson four, four. strong four yeah. a strong four sticking with it yes 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 absolutely all right so that's it all for right. the reaper segment cool ratings ratings so, so yes actually, so so rebirth.
2: it seems as if the flash was the winner this week
0: the flash oh, was the so. winner this week all right
2: that was the uh, first so one we'll i let's... read
0: too i was excited about it yeah. let's move on where it gets start getting muddled in which the Rebirth books are not done, but we're putting out regular issues. But it's kind of a Rebirth book.
2: Hey, listen, you gotta—you know, the, the, the lights have got to stay on. The work's got to keep going. Well, the you know? Superman Rebirth
0: issue last week served as a launching point for all the Superman books. So right. It wasn't like they were right. going to do Action Rebirth. So Action Comics 957, we return to the original numbering. Oh, wow. Correct. throws me off on so many levels I don't even want to get into. However, uh, this was the issue written by Dan Jurgens with art by Patrick Zercher. Remember him? Mm. Yeah. I do. Uh, I loved the way it looked. He really, yep. I thought that was great. I really like this. I've been, a, I think Jurgens can go either way. We saw him go one way with, with the Green Arrow uh, New 52 issues, but I really liked his Superman Lois and Clark series, and I th- think this was a continuation of it. I know his style won't be for everyone, but I like the idea of this is sort of a take on the death of Superman, and that you know now that Clark is the original, the, the younger Clark died. People have stepped into the void. One of whom is Lex Luthor, and uh, causing the the real pre- Clark, the real Clark, the to Clark to come back out of the shadows. And now, that, now there's also a Clark Kent out there. So I like, I liked all this. I thought this was really fun. I really enjoyed this.
2: I am. I read it. I read, read it, on. it on a whim. Yeah, I read it on a whim because I was like, hey, you know, why not? I'll keep rolling with it. And uh, yeah, I don't like Superman enough to stick with this. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, just you know, like it. Uh, I got it. and Everything. I, I would have liked to have seen bearded, uh, real Superman to stay in the shadows a little longer. Well, you've I was been like, in the
0: oh, shadows for a long time. You just haven't been reading
2: uh, it. I just haven't read it. Yeah, but I guess for now, I thought that would have been more interesting than anyone else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That was just me. Josh, what did you think? I'm gonna split the middle. I, uh, I for some reason, I, I saw Dan Jorgens. I was like, I don't know if I want to read that. But I was reading his style, and I was like, oh, this really works. It feels like Superman. Like it it feels correct the way that they're drawn and everything but then at the same time it felt a lot like going backwards instead of forwards and i thought we were supposed to be going forwards with these books
0: we're going forwards by going backwards you keep saying that and wait, no, I still wait, okay wait, wait a minute it. sorry wait are what are we now we're now, now. we then this is when? now. now is this now now or when? Right. Just now. So, <laughs> that was then, this is now.
1: And I I get it in this issue, you know, he's supposed to come out, but I thought it would be I thought it be I know you've been reading the book and I haven't, but I thought it would be fun. And I was like, "Oh, why, why is he coming out already? Why is he shaving his beard already?" You know. Yeah, that that was my exact same thought. My exact same thought. I just thought and it was really fast and and kind of, because I hadn't been reading it unearned, I suppose. Yeah. Um and I realized that it happened in the other things. And then I got I, I don't know. I I feel like I want them to strip Superman down more and more, and they just like Doomsday showed up again. I was
0: like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah, that was you I don't just like that part. Did this. I, I s- I think they ne- they don't need to ever use Doomsday again. We, I, uh, I feel like Dan Jer- Dan Jurgens needs to move on from nineteen ninety two. I mean, that's basically my point. No, but it's, it's not just Dan Jurgens; he's been yeah. used over and, over, know, and over and over. I know. Over I, know. I know. We just read it, but like
1: I liked everything about it, other than that it was it was utterly and completely familiar. And I just keep waiting for somebody to break Superman open and make it into something new, and they're they're not they're not gonna do it and I well, the new th-
0: that, no well, the new thing here is he's a he's a father with a kid
1: yeah but that's not even that's not even what I mean. I mean to break it down I mean to you know do what new frontier did to it just make it much more simple and instead of making things simple they always make things more complicated and yep. you know like what's the like that first issue of astro city is one of the best superman issues I ever read you know because yep. it was simple it was Agreed. it was that guy and this is not that this is there's Three versions of him. There's an extra Clark. Fucking Doomsday shows up. What's the deal with Luther? Like focus.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, I really liked the Luther bit because, as we discussed before, in Luther's heart of hearts, he is Superman. So now, sure. finally, he took the he took his opportunity. I am, I am now your savior. Worship me as you worshipped him, mm-hmm. and uh, that comes crashing down on him immediately. I, I I like that a lot.
1: But with this book,
0: yeah. just like all the others
1: that I read, they're not bad not badly done. I just don't really like the direction that they're going in. So it's a different kind of criticism, I suppose. Um, I really like the Zercher art uh, quite yeah. a bit, other than a few panels of Clark's face. Some of those were a little off. But other than that, pretty strong. All
0: right. So Detective Comics nine nine 934, uh, the other first issue, as they returned also to the old, letter, old numbering. And uh, this is... Sort of a return to the Chuck Dixon era. What I mean is, um, po- you know, when Tim Drake came along, we they ushered in an era of the Batman family. That was what that era, that post Tim Drake era was defined as. They, you know, Batman had this growing army. At one point, uh, Chuck Dixon was writing all those books: Nightwing and Birds of Prey and and Robin. And then they brought Spoiler in. And they brought Cassandra Cain and she had a book and. He, there was a whole big Batman family going on, and that's, that feeling has not been around for a while. So this is what it seems as though the Detective Comics will be the uh, will be the return of the Batman family, written by James Tinney and the fourth and drawn by Eddie Barrows.
2: And so the question is, is that a good thing?
0: Oh, totally. For me, yeah. I love okay. that. Yeah. Did that you like guess. it? I, I enjoyed this. Uh, f- for a number of reasons. One, I'm a big, big Eddie Barrows fan. Always have been. I, he's great. Yeah. And he's always
1: like – they always tease him. They're like, here he is, and then he's gone after three issues. Right. So that's always the worry,
0: um, but uh, there's I guess there's a reason why the art looks so good. It's because it takes yeah. a long time. But I liked. So the conceit of this, of this story is that uh, Batman needs the kids to be trained, so he he calls on Batwoman, since she's a military and has has experience with training, and as also it turns out they are related, which I actually did like. I didn't think I would at first, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, her name, her last name is Kane, and we've established that Martha. Uh, Bruce's Bruce's mom.
1: Oh my God, that's uh, Superman's mother's name too. Uh, oh, it was we're just friends.
0: Is also a Kane, so they decided they would. They're they they're basically distant cousins. So I like that aspect of it, and um, you know, it's nice to see Tim Drake in a Robin-esque costume, even though the double R is the goddamn double stupid. Double R is, awful. And uh, I like spoiler. I like Cassandra Kane. I can live with the outfit, which looks exactly like the one from the Avengers a couple of years ago. Uh, that one. that mystery character that turned out to be Hawkeye. Oh,
1: Echo? Whisper? Ronan, Ronan, Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. Um, Her name was Echo, wasn't it? Yeah, her name. It was Echo in
2: the costume. Right,
1: okay. And then... uh, Hold on. Before we move on from that, like, that Batgirl costume, the original uh, one from that series, I don't even remember mm -hmm. who did it now, it's one of the best costume designs in the last 20 years. The one with the cover of her mouth? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. yeah, Yep. Why? Agreed. What the hell? She's not Batgirl. Barbara Gordon is. It doesn't matter. Make her make her look cool. Yeah, this is cool? not a good design. They yeah. kept the mask. She still has the, the stitched-on mask, yeah. but the rest of it looks dumb. Uh, they've included Clayface for some unknown reason. And, I like uh, that.
1: I re- it, I really like that as a curveball.
0: It be very interesting, and uh, I like the conceit. I mean, I like the family. I. I as long as Robin's co- cape covers the double R as much as possible,
1: <laughs> is, um, is the double R worse than uh, Alfred's hand?
0: No, but it's it's in the discussion. It's like it's eighty
2: like <laughs> percent. It's in
0: the mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like you know it. It, it felt like Tim Drake. Yeah, you know, it felt. I like the little the scene he had with the Spoiler. Um, James the IV is not a writer who has ever blown me away. Yeah. He's always been someone who has gotten the job done and been. Uh, serviceable, tells solid stories. He's a Scott Snyder protege, which is not surprising. He got this, uh, this book, but uh, I'm waiting for him to tell the story that makes me go, okay, James Tinney in the fourth is, is it, but I haven't read that story yet. Maybe this will be it.
1: My complaint about this is almost the opposite of all the other books is that like, I like, it did feel different. It did feel like it was moving. It did feel like it was breaking it and reforming. I like the family just kind of overly explained. It was uh, very set uppy, instead of doing it naturally, um, spoon feeding us. I suppose I I just I didn't love the style of it, um, but I think it's a it's a compelling um, start on a journey from from right. a concept point. Whereas all the other concepts I was like, why have we seen this before. This one it was like, okay, here you go. Let's let's build that together. It's just uh, but those costumes are ugly. Yeah. Ron,
2: what'd you think? I didn't read it. <laughs> that's, nope. a, that's a review that's, of its own. Yep, there it is. I did read Daredevil number eight, uh, which is continued to be written by Charles Saul, with, this time with art by Goran Suz- Suzuka, uh, who I adore. And this issue was fantastic, I yes. thought. Uh, <laughs> James for, Bond Daredevil? Uh, I, yeah, yes. James Bond, Daredevil, interesting use of his powers. Um, you know, basically, it drops us into a story where he's in Macau in a high-stake poker tournament, and uh, he's playing uh, wh- whatever. What's the Texas Hold'em poker? And he okay. cannot see his cards, and he's completely playing off of uh, off of the reactions of the other players, as well as his just like let the dice roll. And I thought that was great. I thought it would you know the tension was there. Um, you know, dropped us into a scenario where we didn't you know like we're we like okay what's going on here? And then then came and told us what was going on? Um, we had a great little uh, kind of climactic battle between the, the 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 pro poker player who's also a telepath, and there's like and and because he's you know tapping into Matt's mind to see what Matt sees with the cards, but Matt doesn't see the cards. I thought that was really clever, and Matt trying to protect his identity on the on the on the telepathic plane. I just it has it had a lot of things going for it, and then it ends with Daredevil uh, yeah, we'll meeting up with Spider-Man, which is always fun. Well, and, let me, and, let me you ask know. a question: Can that stupid yeah. fucking glowing spider ruin a whole comic book? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's,
1: it's stupid, close. It's is close. The stupid, it's, yeah. Let me ask you this: Is the stupid fucking glowing spider worse than the double R?
0: No. Really? <laughs> you can do a bracket. You can do a bracket, and you could have an argument, because yeah. the glow, the spider is still there. They just put a, a Photoshop I glow love, effect. Yeah. It, whereas yeah, but, they but added a second R. They, they fundamentally changed it. Well, yeah.
1: Except it's fucking awful. <laughs> and I think that no, you yeah, need you to. You really hate that. <laughs> I really hate it. It doesn't, I don't understand it in any way. It does not fit with the aesthetic of what is, it's, it's all, it's almost worse than than changing Superman's costume. Yeah. Because look at it. Yeah.
2: It's just, it's, why is it there? It doesn't make I, sense. I go, going back to Action Comics, by the way, was, when when the the real Superman uh, got in costume, I was disappointed to see that yeah. it was a more modern costume. I was yeah. hoping for a more classic costume. But
0: anyway, sorry. But it's it's way more classic than the one that he had previously. Yeah, but it's way more modern than. No, than it's actually way more classic than you even think because it call recalls his original costume. Because the yeah. original, the original, original Action Number One costume, he had blue boots.
2: Yeah, no, but you know, my Superman is Kurt Swann, so. I get it. I get I, it. I, but, this this was a hashtag great issue. not your Superman. I get this was it. Was a great interview. <laughs>
1: It's a good Daredevil is what I'm saying. It
2: was a great Daredevil. It was a great, great issue, Daredevil. Daredevil. Really, yep. really excited for this arc. If Gordon Suzuka is the artist on this arc, I'm in. And, and it's a I like the clever use of powers. It just had everything going for it. Yay, Daredevil. Thumbs up. So. His eyes glow, too. Yeah.
0: It's all bad, Josh. No one's arguing with you there.
1: Why does – what happened? Like we have like what might be one of the greatest generations of like artists in comics maybe ever collectively
2: and yeah. just ugly town all over the place.
0: Oh, you well, know? being a good artist doesn't mean you're a good designer. Well,
2: the thing is, I'm the I'm the only one reading Amazing Spider-Man, I believe, and not only am I dealing with the glowing blue spider on a by bi- on a weekly basis, I'm dealing with the glowing blue sp- spider on shitty Alex Ross painted covers.
0: Mm. It's just oh, it's, it's awful. Oh, stop! It's awful. awful. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. Talk about how you can support this show that everyone loves because we <laughs> love Pumper. uh Go to slash support <laughs> where you can find see a link to here. Amazon. That is if you don't have an ad blocker and you're not a crime against humanity kind of person. Um, ad blockers are killing internet content, but that's another story. Amazon link will get you to Amazon. You can make your purchases and uh, help us out there. We really appreciate that. Anything you make, we get a little piece of it. It doesn't come out of your pocket. comes out of Amazon's pocket, and everyone's happy. So you can use that link, make it your bookmark, and never have to go to ifanboy.com slash support again. Also on that page, you can find our membership program where you can be 3 bucks a month to 30 bucks a year, you can become an iFanboy member and, uh, should I, should I tease that, uh, things might be, we might be uh, an update with that soon.
2: Yeah, you can tease it. Let's leave it at that.
0: You did. You just, you've, done, you've right. uh, You just did. It just happened. Yeah. So. And, uh, when did happen. it happen? Now? <laughs> no, you just, yeah, the tease just happened. Then?
2: Oh. Now? 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 Anyway. When?
0: So we thank everyone who becomes an iFanboy member and we appreciate you help us directly and keeps the lights going and we literally, you know, have we, uh, we just uh, upgraded some technology, so we, we you know we were able to use some money to do that, so thank you very much. And also, uh, you can also just donate there. There's a donate button if you're one of those people who just wants to donate some money, and we do, we see that quite regularly, although we're still waiting for that billionaire who's got a tax uh, issue needs to lo- unload some cash or something oh, oh, oh. for you. One of those Such people. billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> one of, One of those people? One of those people. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. So, uh, at slash support, that's how you can help, and we appreciate everyone who does that. And let's move on to Midnight of the Soul number one. Oh, story by Howard Chakin. This was like pure untapped from the tree, Howard Shakin.
2: This is just this is the good stuff. This is the good Chakin. Oh, <laughs> and, it was and, pure Shakin. And, and and in that in that
1: sense, ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, seedy, seedy. What's uh, Whoa. what's what's in your mind, Howard?
0: You, you might not want to know. <laughs> oh, it's God. you know he he has a thing he, do, he does right. It's like a broken alpha male. Yep. Uh who They're is a motorcycle. Wronged, wronged by a woman? Usually yeah. takes takes place post-war America, and uh, that's his thing. That's his milieu. And if you don't like that, then don't read Howard shaken. But this is uh, this was this was good. Yeah, this was real good. I'm on board for Midnight
2: of the Soul. This is fantastic. I mean, yeah, we get in- introduced to a main character. It's five years after the war. He's he's trying to be a struggling to be a writer. He's wrestling with with alcoholism and uh, previous addictions, and uh, he's, he's he's down on his luck, has no money. Uh, his wife is up to no good. His wife's got a shitty brother. Uh, he's stuck on Long Island. I love the idea that he hasn't left it. haven't left left his house for a
0: year. He rode his, his motorcycle
1: in the yard. Yeah, in, in circles. circles. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, I feel like there's no, no grass. Like not just yeah, dark. Yeah.
2: Well, no, yeah, there was a dark circle. Yeah, but um, nice. but now you know he's discovered uh, what his wife has been up to, and now he's gets on the motorcycle and he's he's ready. He's 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 heading into the city. Oh, this is great. So love it. Good really shaking. Good. Yeah. yeah,
0: Real good yeah. shaking. <laughs> Blow jobs, Nazis, and motorcycle jackets. All you need. <laughs> That's all there That's is. The vision number eight. Tom King. Gabriel yeah. Hernandez Walta. Jordi yeah. Blair. They have a dog now.
1: So that's and, a, a, and, an, and an uncle. Yeah. I, I almost felt like I missed a thing. No, and, yeah. And then I was like, whatever. I get it. I'm yep. going with it. Things are moving forward. I was really happy about that. I just uh I really liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked that every single thing is damaged in this.
2: Yep. Like there's no this is, this is the American beauty of comics right now. It yes. is. There's, yeah. there's
1: no one, no one's coming out of this like, oh, we can see it. Like, I don't know how they, I don't know how you rescue the Vision himself from this other than he's a robot. right?
0: Or you just keep it in its bubble and you don't worry about it. That's know? also fine. Yeah. That's
1: totally fine. Uh, sort
0: of its own continuity. Don't worry about how it connects and, uh, or how the Vision fits. Although the Vision's always been sad, right? That's always been one of the compelling things about the Vision is that he's a sad character. Is he? So, yes. Yeah, he's
2: almost neutral. Totally. there's always been a, there's always been a bit yeah. of sadness to him. Yeah, yeah,
1: agreed, yeah. agreed. I, so. uh, Even an
0: android can cry, Josh.
1: I, I, I just I just love him in clothes. Yeah, he's nice. He has nice suits and jackets, in this it's very they all.
0: I love
2: I love that I love that he decides they all need to go out to eat in the restaurant, and by going out to eat, they just sat there, they ordered food, but he's like, don't bring it to us. Just wait forty five minutes, then bring me the bill. <laughs> <laughs> it is just so just weird. Not quite getting it. Yeah, so so weird. Do you it remember
1: this 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 Victor story? Like I yes, of course. I... Yeah, it was Runaways. It was in Runaways. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was Runaways, yep. Okay. It's kind. it's like kind. it's like kind of familiar to me, but I was trying to think of it in the
2: it context It started of it started in late in later runaways and then it moved okay. over to Avengers AI. I thought actually, to be honest with you, I mean I remembered it just because I you know I'm up on my Marvel and all that sort of stuff, but I thought they explained it in a very elegant way that made it if you'd never seen him or knew who he was, you you got yeah. it. You know? Exactly. I didn't read
0: later runaways and was I, I totally got it
2: yeah well, yeah no well that was the thing was it vaughn or was that joss whedon no no it was later it was later it was post vaughn oh, okay was yeah, that the it was the stuff
0: Well, the stuff that oh, I, was... And I was reading it was during shakin's run yeah <laughs> that did not so, work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was
2: great Anyway, it's great stuff. Um, so the uh, the the Hanna Barbera <laughs> sh- uh, uh, whatever <laughs> oh. continues uh, this time this week with uh, you know so last week we we were was it last week or two weeks ago we were talking about Scooby Doo um, and uh, weeks to ago. be to be watch, clear watch, by the watch way watch your ass, Ron. Our comments about Scooby-Doo had nothing on the creators. They did a fine job. It's the concept that we had a problem with. I had a problem with the least. Howard Porter is an excellent artist. Jim Diddy Matias, and Keith Giffen—they're all legends. It's just ugh. anyway. Um, so this time around, we get Wacky Raceland, uh, story by Ken Pontak with art by Leonardo Manco, and uh, it's basically like what? Remember we were talking—we were talking about Wacky Races and how great they were yes. and all that sort of stuff. So imagine what if Wacky Races were like Mad Max? And that's exactly what you got here.
0: I this because I didn't need the uh, the just the angst, and I also I didn't need to upset further the Scooby-Doo lobby yeah. on Twitter. Again, um, I, I just I just Scooby-Doo lobby. I you know mind. what?
1: With that yeah. Scooby-Doo review, I don't even yeah. know if you want to call it a review. It really, to me, was uh, was uh, I get that this isn't for me, but who is this for? And it yep. feels like I got an answer to that, and I don't right. want an answer. <laughs> but you got it. I got one, and it's 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 for people. And and if if that you know, and if that's the case, so be it. You got a heck of a team on that thing. That's for you, people. You do. And and this, I imagine, there's not an audience for this.
2: I don't know who wants to read this. And this was, I mean, this was more of a mess than anything. It was just all over the map. Better Scooby Doo. Um, I mean, uh, worse. I will give it worse. I'll say it was worse. Um.
0: I a mean, guy well, playing a guitar that had flames coming out of it. No, that well, that, well it that's bad. what
1: I was gonna say. Like, I think the <laughs> only way that you can make this work is to have it be like take that word that wacky that's in your title, and just run with it. And I don't yep. usually see DC do that. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. I mean, that guy. You need a guy with a guitar on elastomers with flames.
2: Yeah, there was there was no wacky to this at all. There was just it was just really heavy, you know. And and the thing is, is that like you you know you know that it's supposed to have metal you know soundtrack to it, but like not good metal, you know. I, I so feel like, I feel like you could do this
1: and make it super post apocalyptic, but it almost works only if it's like self aware. Yeah, uh, it's wacky. I mean, it's based off something incredibly silly. Yeah, I don't know, but I, th- I think it's a way to make it work. Leonardo Manco, by the way, he was on uh, Hellblazer for a really long time. Near the end, a great, great, great artist. And I was like, well, I'm glad he's working. Yep. Like, he's he's yeah. awesome. I feel like you should give him better work than this.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: but I didn't read it, so I don't know. But you did, and I shouldn't read yep. it.
2: Uh, so uh, I know I, I seem to get a lot of flack whenever I talk about Howard the Duck on the show, but uh, Howard right. the Duck... No- I don't know why. I, I feel like there's been some specific haters out there, but uh, um, Howard the Duck number eight. Uh, you know, while The Flash was my pick of the week, Howard the Duck number eight pro- was a close runner-up. Um, Chips Zdarsky, Joe is, uh This was basically the return of Bev, and if you're an old-time Howard the Duck um, fan, you know that Bev was Howard the Duck's, uh, you know, uh, partner. Uh, she, she was played by Leah Thompson in the movie, the redhead. Um, this was like heavy emotion. Um, also really great flashbacks to old Howard the Duck stories with like retro kind of coloring and inking when Joe Rivera, uh, did those inks on it with Joe Kionis. Um, and they were able to, if you've never read a Howard the Duck issue and have known nothing about his relationship with a Bev, you could read this issue and you totally get the point. You understand it. And then not only that, but the, I'll give, uh, Zdarsky and Kionis credit, um, elegantly weaved in those flashbacks to have impact in the story today um really powerful issue really solid great single issue um really impressed really like i keep going back to elegant like it was just an elegant emotional story
0: well, didn't, um, didn't didn't they draw her to be leah thompson that was a big thing no
2: well that's that's the thing at the end of the issue was that howard's back in his office and his new client comes in and it's leah thompson
0: oh that's what it was right right. Yeah, right. so yeah she's but, um, yeah but, uh, yeah but uh yeah, the city
2: th- crossover that we were hoping for no unfortunately you're still on the way for that mm. so yeah, Sorry. But, yeah, no, this, this was this was great. This was, I mean, really, like, our art, storytelling story. Um, my only complaint is that in the middle of it, there's a, a big sentinel robot that comes and attacks them, which I get the point it's making in the story, but I felt as if it still could have been powerful without that. But, uh, um, but yeah, good stuff. Howard the Duck.
1: Star Wars Corner. Star Wars Corner. Darth Vader number 21. Uh, yep. The stalwart team of uh, Kieran Gillen and Salvador Laroca. We're, I, we're in the end we're in the end run here Josh it, and it's it's when time does, for that
0: maybe. when does it end? 25
1: yeah 25 All right. Uh, I would have liked this issue for the cover alone
2: yeah
0: that's <laughs> almost
1: all that I wanted to say but I don't I, this yeah. this defies logic to me
2: yeah
1: I still like it a lot it like for a little while I was fighting it and now I'm just like sweet new Darth Vader issue yep and it goes against everything that I want to say that I think that I care about Star Wars um <laughs> and I'm 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 cool with it, and I I like the there's some big cool things in here. There's like cybernetically
2: controlled space whales. I don't know. There's like, like yeah. A- there's a big ideas. I like the idea of Vader when it's Vader. You know, getting in the shit. Yeah. You know, and in, and in this particular case, it's like they found the guy they're chasing. They go after him in the nebula. They jump out, but he, Vader's in his ship, and he sneaks on board. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Vader against all of them. And I like I like that. That's like Fight, he's, fi- he's yeah. fighting a cybernetic super space
1: rancor. Yeah. At the yeah. end here, that's the that's the that's the cliffhanger. And, Good stuff. Uh, it is. It's really fun. I'm yeah. just un I'm it's unreserved now. There's no qualifications to it. Yeah. It's super fun. So I'm I'm excited to get through the rest of this. Me too. Yeah. Well done,
2: Kieran Gillen. When he gets to 25, that'll be an accomplishment. So. All
0: right. So those are the comics we wanted to talk about this week. Go to iFamboy.com. You can find the post for this show. You can talk about what you read this week. What did you enjoy? Did you hate everything like Josh? Didn't find didn't, out?
1: I didn't hate. I talked about a lot of things I liked. And I just I uh, don't appreciate. <laughs> no, it's let's get this out. <laughs> don't put me in your box.
0: Fine. Is Josh in a box? Tell us at iFamboy.com. We're gonna skip the uh, emails because we have the ra- the rating segment which always goes on ratings ratings ratings. But if you how would you rate the uh, the last segment, Ron? Uh, give it a three and a half. Three and a half. That's right. We can do better. We can do better. We can do better. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you Sticking with it? Yeah, definitely. Of
1: course. We're gonna right. keep doing so, that section.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions or comments you want to get on the show, probably uh, once the rebirth issues end, you can email us at ifanboy.com. and don't forget to tell us who you are, where you're from. And how long have you been thinking about your question? Because that really tells us how much we should respect it.
1: Yes. Now, <laughs> now, are the rebirth issues ever going to end, or is this forever now? This Which is it. it.
0: This is our lives. Wow.
2: <laughs> All right. No, the re- the rebirths are just in
0: June, right? And then they move, so, and they yeah. just they yeah. settle yeah. down, right? Next week we have. We have. Whoa. I was like, we do have... I have to answer? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we have only one. All right. Only one next week, so it's going to be a shorter... Maybe we'll get an email in next week. Alright. I can't imagine we're going to talk about Titans Rebirth for very long. <laughs> I mean, I will, but I don't yeah. imagine... I, I will like say,
2: Titans. I used to read Titans.
1: There's so. not going to be any expectations on my part, so it's going to go in clean. And yeah, even yeah. if they're doing something repeated... Although I do remember that the New 52 Titans was terrible. Yeah.
0: Well, this is also Dan Amnet, I believe.
1: Oh, well, he's... Yeah.
0: I like Dan Amnet a lot. There you go. Let's talk about... What's coming up? What else are we doing? What else are we working on?
1: Well, uh, right. if, if you are a subscriber to the iFanboy podcast feed, you will have found uh, in your feed this week uh, a TalkSplode, our interview podcast, uh, with myself talking to uh, Tom King uh, of Sheriff of Babylon and, and Vision, uh, and Mitch Garrods, artist and uh, co-creator on Sheriff of Babylon and, and a, a former run on uh, Punisher and Activity, and uh, it was- And uh, we have decided
0: that's how you say his name?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I talked to him, he, you know, I, I said, that's, that's right, I've been saying it right, and he said yes, but everybody else gets it wrong, and then I felt superior, and you know, then I can go about my day. Uh, I talked to them for a little over an hour, it was uh, a little about the, their careers, a little about the industry, a little bit about the craft, a, bit, a little bit about the books, <laughs> um, not my strong point, uh, but it's a super fun show, and I, I've, I've got a lot of really good feedback on it, people seem to really be enjoying it, and I appreciate that very much when you let me know. So what's the next one? I got someone. I got someone who, who checked with me. They were like, are you going you gonna to do these more? I want to do one. I said, sure. So, so that's coming out next week? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. I'm not okay. making any promises on that. Week after? It's not then. No.
0: August 18th?
1: See, what the people at home don't know is that he <laughs> tried to get me to schedule it earlier, and I was like, I'm not going to play your game, pal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a clue. All right. <laughs> um ron we may have another show
2: yes we may have another show if we can think if we can work things out uh we are all longtime fans of the of the video game uh franchise warcraft and world of warcraft and all that our stuff book. and uh, this weekend shows the release of the warcraft movie and if the stars align uh we're gonna get together to to go s- to watch it and then talk about it so stay tuned for that
0: our <laughs> intention is to do it however we've run into some scheduling problems yeah there is a chance it will not happen so if
2: it is, Merry Christmas in June. If not, I imagine you're going to live without it.
0: So that's fine. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> but if you, that but out. if you need something to listen to... You can still listen to Goodfellas Minute. In fact, we keep hearing from people who've just discovered it and listened to it. And we love that because we had so much fun doing it. I think about it all the time, mostly because it was all I was doing for so long. Uh, goodfellasminute.com is where you can find it. Where we went through the movie Goodfellas one minute at a time. We had lots of great guests. There's a there's a, so much content. If you need a podcast to listen to, there's so much show there. And uh, check it out. We are not doing Casino Minute. No. Just not happening. Yeah. But uh, we really love Goodfellas Minute, so check it out. We appreciate it if you do. Thank you. In the meantime, head over to iFanboy.com, comment on this show, talk about this week's books. Find all of our other podcasts, like the ones we just mentioned, or other, other special edition shows. There have been a lot so far this summer. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash iFanboy and at iFanboy on Twitter. That's where you can find out what the pick is before the show comes out and you can follow us individually at Jay Flanagan at C.S. Kilpatrick and at Ron XO.
2: And if you like the show, go to iTunes or go to wherever you download it and if there's any sort of review functionality, utilize it and tell people that you like it. And best of all, help spread the word. So many of you post about uh, iFanboy on Twitter and Facebook and things like that. We love to see that. We try to like and heart and fave and do everything we can. Um, So please keep on doing that. Tell your friends about the show. Help spread the word. We appreciate that so much. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, so until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. Ratings. 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 Stormtroopers
0: hitting hit the ground. Ron, Woo-hoo. what would you give Josh's performance on this episode? That's
2: ah, a two. Easy. It's a wow. Two. 2.
0: You know, I
1: did, I did say people don't want to hear me talk about all these issues that I didn't want to read. <laughs> True. I mean, I, it's not like I didn't say that was coming. inside your